0: Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. This is Jamie Rosenberg, Assistant Editor for the American Journal of Managed Care. As a result of population growth, especially in the elderly population, and the impending retirement of older doctors, there is a growing concern over physician shortages in the United States. A study from the Association of American Medical Colleges has predicted that the U.S. will face a shortage of up to 100,000 primary and specialty care physicians by 2030. In an effort to address growing shortages nationwide, nurse practitioners have been playing an increasingly key role in primary care and specialty medical practices. A study published in the June issue of Health Affairs took a look at primary care practices and found that between 2008 and 2016 there was a significant jump in the presence of nurse practitioners in both rural and non-rural practices. The biggest increases were seen in rural practices with the number of practices with nurse practitioners increasing from 35% in 2008 to 45.5% in 2016. In addition to primary care practices, Nurse Practitioners also play a large role in specialty practices, such as oncology. Today, we'll be speaking with Lori Lucas about her experiences as a nurse practitioner in the oncology field. Lori Lucas is an Advanced Registered Nurse Practitioner at Florida Cancer Specialists and Research Institute the largest independent medical oncology and hematology practice in the U.S. So to start off, can you give some background on your experience as a nurse practitioner?
1: So I've been a nurse practitioner for a little over 30 years. Um, I've worked in Sarasota, Florida um, my entire career. Uh, I started off working in a private psychiatric hospital for about three years uh, as a nurse practitioner, doing uh, histories and physicals, and helping out with the, uh, the medical care of the patients, not the psychiatric aspect. And then I worked in internal medicine in private practice with two uh, internists for about eight years. And then uh, switched to oncology, and have worked now in oncology
0: for 19 years. And what are your day-to-day roles and expectations? So my typical day is I work
1: side-by-side with a physician. I actually work with two different physicians. I work with only one per day. So like different days, I work with one doctor. And then other days, I work with other doctors. It rotates through the week. So I'm only working with one per day, but two different doctors. So the days are different based on the doctor that I work with. But um you know in the, we see patients um in the, in a clinic setting or in an office setting, and we have a schedule, and we uh see patients you know on the schedule, and we see patients for surveillance follow up visits, see patients who are on active chemotherapy treatments, or we see patients for problem oriented visits uh we also have to you know review labs uh scan results that are patients um from patients that have been, you know, like they're coming in for office visits or who have been in and have had labs done, um, do callbacks, for patients or family members that call in for different problems. Um, we have, because we have, we do do, uh, we have an infusion center in our office. So we have patients come in, many patients that are coming in for injections and chemotherapy infusion treatments. So we provide a lot of support to the RNs. The RNs will have patients that come in, and do nurse evaluations, and, and, and providing the chemotherapy so that patients will come in with problems. So I provide support to the RNs. They'll come over for questions with treatment, you know, reviewing blood counts on patients. So I provide support to the nurses and to the patients coming in for that. That's pretty much, you know, what we do uh, throughout the day. That's, that's the main Jobs
0: of the day. So, what roles do you have that differ from that of a physician? What do you typically do for the patient that the physician doesn't, and vice versa? So,
1: I think as a nurse practitioner role, I'll, now I'm not saying that the physicians don't physicians don't do teaching, but I think as role as a as a nurse, just by my training, I probably do more teaching and more problem oriented care. Like I said, we have patients that come into the office for treatment, and I probably see more of those patients um, throughout the day as opposed to some of the patients um, maybe that are needing to change in their treatment plans, and I'll see a lot of the patients on treatment and help to troubleshoot some of the side effects, uh, toxicities that they're having, and I I do a lot of problem-oriented care. Um, helping, teaching them, guiding them how to get through their treatment. I do a lot of supporting uh, help to the nursing staff. Um, and there's education to patients, helping patients' families. Um, and the physician's role is um, a lot of new patient, new patient evaluations, although I do do new patient evaluations. But they have to really guide And establish, especially if it's a new patient starting on chemotherapy treatment, they have to really set up the new patient treatment plan. Although we do have a lot of input on those new patients that we see, but they have to coordinate that care with the referring physician sometimes. Um, In our practice, the uh, MDs only take call. The nurse practitioners do not take a, a call on evenings and weekends. We both do hospital work, but they do probably 90% of the hospital work. So that's a big, big difference: the on-call and the hospital work. We basically just all work in the office. So sometimes they're very late in getting in the office, and we're seeing patients while they're doing the hospital work. So that's that's a big difference.
0: Over the years, especially in the 19 years that you've been working in oncology, have you noticed that your roles have changed with the growing shortage of physicians? Are there more roles that you're taking on or different roles that years ago typically weren't expected of you?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think so. You know, the the role of the ARMP has expanded a, you know, a great deal since I started 30 years ago. You can probably just imagine. Um, even the expectations of the physicians has changed, and it will be different based on the doctor that you're working with. I mean, the, I work with two different doctors who have totally different expectations, you know, of what I, what they want me to do when they work with them. You know, just between the two of them, it's different. Um, so that even varies, you know, from from day to day. So what the healthcare industry is expecting from nurse practitioners can be different, and then then I said it varies from doctor to doctor. So think the expectations now is, you know, the patients are all more complex and their treatments, especially in oncology, again, I'm not, I only can speak for what I'm doing now, but oncology treatments have just become more and more, uh, oh, just, just taken off in some of our, uh, our cancer in the cancer field. The the treatments, um, immunotherapies, they're just becoming so so many more treatments and so complex that it's it demands the physicians to rely on us to keep up to date more and more um, and becoming more and more involved in the complex care of the patients and we have to know more. And it used to be we just did a lot of what I said to you, we you know just supported patients, did a lot of education and treatment. Well, I do do that. That's how we vary, or you know different, we differ in our roles in the day to day, but a big expectation is that besides just doing that, I also have to know what treatments patients are going to need, and when I see a patient that needs a change in their treatment, I'm expected to to know, okay, what's the next step of treatment, what does the n c c n say is the next step? What are the guidelines saying, what's the next step for treatment for this patient? So I'm expected to know those things just as much as the doctor is, or at least I know how to access what's the next step of treatment, what's the next line of treatment? Um we you know in oncology we have strict surveillance um guidelines we have to follow, and I'm expected to know those. You know, like we have colon cancer, breast cancer, lung cancer, you know what's the surveillance? recommendations, and we have to follow those recommendations, you know, scanning labs, how often do we see the patients for visits, those type of things, and you're expected to know those, and you, we have to follow those when we see patients and set up their follow-ups, you have to follow those guidelines, and you're expected to know those, and, you know, in years past, it was just more, you were there to help out the physician to be there, you know, kind of just the, the person who assisted the, the doctor to do their job. That's at least in my set, in my practice, but now you're there right side by side and, and you're expected to see the same patients that they see. You're expected to follow those patients equally as the doctor does. You know, so, and I think in some practices, um, ARMPs are also, you know, doing more hospital work and taking more calls, unlike myself or in our practice that we
0: have. Are there any of these roles that nurse practitioners are expected to fill now that they feel they've not been fully prepared for? And do you think these changes have been gradual or does it feel like they've come full force? Um, You know, I think it's been
1: gradual, Um, you know, since I've been doing this for so long. um, I think for myself, it's sometimes, uh, personally, it it just gets to be overwhelming. And for the one physician I work with, too, he's like, you know, Uh, it, it, he's about the same age as I am. And it's like, you know, it gets overwhelming that you you didn't start off having to have this much pressure and this much uh, stress in your job. You know, it was just nice to be able to just take care of patients and not have to worry about all this extraneous pressures that you have. So you weren't, we weren't prepared for that. And, you know, now we have that, you know, the stress of having to see more and more patients to, to keep up and keep up with all the different treatments and things, you know, that's just a lot of extra stress. And I don't know if we were really prepared for, for how things are going. I think the newer physicians and the newer nurse practitioners now that are being you know, educated are probably more in tune and more prepared for that. But those of us who started off in a different, on a different path are probably just a little more overwhelmed. So I don't know that, you know, I think that we probably were not trained for this, but I think we just had to gradually just mold ourselves into saying, Hey, this is what we have to do or, or get out. <laughs> you know, you don't really have a choice. That's what you have to kind of do. But I think the new nurse practitioners are probably going to be better at doing it than, than I, than um, you know, than than I am just because I just have to just adapt or, or get out, you know, that's just my choices. So I'm just adapting. Dang.
0: Have you noticed with these new roles that there's an increased burnout among nurse practitioners? Um, you know, I really have not noticed that. Um,
1: I re- really have not noticed a lot of burnout. I think that we have a lot of support amongst, we have local groups that meet, and I think that we have a lot of uh, good support. And I think that we have good support, to be truthful, in the area that I that I work in. We have really good support from our physicians, and we have good Um, support from staff and from our administration. I I work in a large oncology group and our administration and our physicians all support um, our profession as a whole. So I think that that helps a lot.
0: Do you experience the stigma from patients when conducting a wellness visit or other services? And do you think the stigma has decreased or changed over the years now that it's becoming more common for nurse practitioners to be involved more heavily in these practices? Well, it, you'll still get it, still get that. You know, I feel like
1: I still have to prove myself to patients. You know, you, you don't walk in the door. And I think if you have the MD behind your name, patients are going to, especially our population here in Florida, so many older people that, you know, that, M, that if you have MD behind your name, you know, it's well, you, you have to know what you're talking about. But if you have the word nurse in your name, well, you know, you, you, know, you have to kind of prove yourself. And um, so I feel like I have to prove myself to patients, maybe more so than the doctors. But, you know, I also understand that patients in our practices are very scared, very, you know, unsure of what's going on. And so I understand that, you know, it's a process that you have to go through to to win their confidence. And I've been doing this a long enough time that I just, I know that that doesn't happen overnight. So some patients, you know, still, when I see them, they still want the doctor to come in and, and I would say, oh, well, you know, do you, do you th- feel like you need to see, you know, the the doctor today too, or have we gone over everything okay? More often than not to say, oh no, you know, I'll see him next time or I'll see her next time. I, you know, I think things are fine today. Or I'll say, you know, I really feel like we need to see have the doctor come in today just to go over everything again. You know, and sometimes that builds up the confidence, and then the next time they're like, oh, no, we're fine. And um, so it's just I think that patients, you just have to, you know, work with them and see how how they are. The majority of people um, are very accepting of our profession, but I think there is a limit. Like I have patients who say, you know, I go to my primary doctor, and I never see the doctor. I'll go nine months, and I'll never see the doctor. So they're not buying into that. So, as long as they can see the doctor every now and then and you're they're offered to see the doctor, I think they're fine. And then, when they have trust in you that you know what you're doing and they get good care, then they're fine.
0: So, looking ahead, where do you think the future role of nurse practitioners is headed?
1: You no, know, I think that it can only you know keep moving forward. Um, I think that the, the profession has been accepted. Fortunately, it's being more and more accepted by the medical community. And I think with the medical backing, the medical community backing, I think that, that that's a huge step in the right direction. And I think that um, it's only going to just keep getting stronger and, and moving forward and continue to advance. So do you have any final thoughts? I can just say that um, it's been a wonderful career for myself. Um, people ask me all the time, "Oh, why didn't you, you know, go to be a doctor? You know what you're, you know, why? Why did you just pick to be a nurse practitioner?" And you know, I, I can't even tell you the answer that I usually give, except I just say that I love what I do, and I'm happy that I did choose what I've uh, done. It's been a very rewarding career, and um, very glad that I've had the opportunity to serve patients. I certainly am uh, blessed. And they give back to me far more than I think I ever give to them. So it's been a great career for me.
0: To learn more about the growing physician shortage and the increased role of nurse practitioners in these practices, go to agmc.com or read the show notes.